I'm recording and I don't know what this is. What is it? <laughs> it's the Broken Trophy Podcast. Right, we'll crack on. Have you briefed him before this, Ryan? No, I haven't. No, he sent me a direct message saying you're a bit of a tosser, but I ignored it. <laughs> and just because you got a holiday let in France or whatever you got, don't think you're a big time because you went. Is it bad? I mean, I just want the world to appreciate some decent art. <laughs> yes, Jamie. Great yes. Great art. So many years of my life have been prepped to win a World Cup and then finally to do that was amazing. You could just hear this this language, this prophetic coming out of the tunnel heading me like, you let me mess in. You effing that. Love you, boys. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Broken Trophy podcast. And on today's episode, we're back to preview Women's Six Nations, this time Pool B. Steph, we did Pool A yesterday, Pool B today. It's, It's all go on Broken Trophy Towers, isn't it? It is a bit. It is a bit. And Pool A seemed to be well received. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of love. Lots of love for our guests. And, um, well, I think you're in for a treat for Paul B, to be honest with you. You oh. thought Paul A was good. Paul B is a whole different level. Are you going to speak French in this intro or are you going to stay in your native English? Or which is native. your native tongue? English. Oh. I'm going to stick it in my native English as a little treat <laughs> for uh, for people you know, when we get to uh, the the, uh, the French player. And Absolutely. I think uh, so- after that after that episode, after this episode goes out, I'm really sorry, Tom, but I think I'm going to be called to do some media work. I think you're right. Because uh, my French accent, you know. It's, it's one for all ages. You know the um the guy that translates for um Bielsa, the Leeds manager. Yes, I yes. Think, I think you 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 will be that person, but for French coaches or whatever yeah. that come into the Premier League. And it, and it will make sense when we come to it. But Tom has accused me of doing a pochonito. Um, <laughs> right. So who so who have we got up today? So first and foremost, we have got Ireland's Anna Capeless. Well said. We, that we pronunciation is very important we because we had to get taught how to say that properly. And again, a whole, a whole, another language is used in this pod. Absolutely, I'm quite proud of uh, my pronunciation of that. To be honest, that was a, a career highlight. Just, just wait and see. <laughs> We've then got France's Gabrielle Vernier. You do the oh. accent much better than, than me. <laughs> Go on, do, give us a, give us a blast. No, no, come it's on, right. Just come wait, on, don't be shy you now. Got, you got to keep the listeners wanting. Okay. You can't, you can't, you can't come out too early. But no, Gabrielle was lovely. Really, really nice, and yeah, it, our, our first our first interview in another language, which was I have been different. dining out on the fact that I did the intro in French. You did very well, albeit your 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 I was just pissing by his police station. <laughs> albeit only said bonjour ça va, which <laughs> you know we'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. And then last but not least, we have um, debutant, hopefully for Wales, hopefully, yeah. uh, Donna Rose, who a friend Indeed. of the show, friend of Trojans local club. Yeah. Uh, to us so amazing to get Donna on the show and hopefully uh, see her in, in, in the action in the Six Nations in due course yeah it's, it's quite interesting speaking to someone who's you know first proper squad yeah fingers crossed first cap yeah you know a lot of pressure a lot of excitement and um, yeah I, I, I'm kind of desperate for her to get that kind of jersey yeah. on and, and get on the pitch Massively. but yeah but we'll have to wait and without see. further ado let's get straight into it because there's some great there's some great chat coming up first of all uh, Anna Capeless of Ireland Right, Tom does an intro, but he gets very nervous. It takes four or five goes, so you know, just just work oh, with yeah. him. Can I, just... I do a podcast as well, so no, exactly. Oh, right. oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, oh, there we go. What's it called? The Gain Line. The Gain Line. Right. Didn't even see that on the research on you. We're rubbish. Yeah. Oh, that's not good for me though. Is it? I'm obviously not sharing it that much, or as much as I should be. Okay. Can I just check your your surname? It's Anna. How do you pronounce your surname? What would you say? Oh. Cap- I would have said Capless. Okay. 
You tell me the real, uh, real pronunciation. Uh, well, it's capeless. Capeless. But you'd be forgiven for, for mispronouncing it because it's not spelt like it reads. Right, okay. Um, so when I'm capeless. teaching, because okay. I'm a, a qualified teacher, not teaching at the moment, but usually when I teach, I tell the kids that I'm a superhero, but I don't wear a cape, so I'm capeless. Ah, I like that. That's great. Yeah. There we go. That's a great way of remembering and it. They, yeah. And they buy that. And they buy that shit, do they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, put it, Tom, put it in the introduction. Right. If the kids, the kids are buying it, so will the listeners. <laughs> no pressure. Now you got to get the gain line in. I will come the to the gain list. line after because I can't do all of that in one intro. I'll just, I'll just lose my way. We'll be here. We'll be here all day. This one's gonna be stressful. I know exactly. Exactly. It's the last one. We've both been like so close, so close. Listen, I, I keep, I keep saying I'm dining out on this for the rest of my podcasting career, but. I actually did a French intro yesterday to to Gabrielle, which you know I, I was impressed it about made, that. You said bonjour, ça, or and ça va. Comment yeah. allez-vous? You know, but just to string all that together without making a mistake and tr- and crossover languages was a proud moment in my broadcasting career. But, but, but so far, the um, the fifteen minute chat's going well for the first. <laughs> Sorry, should we get started? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, you, you, not to put more stress on you, but you could do today's intro in Irish. Oh, God. Yes. How do I say it in Irish, then? Yes. Come on, oh, then. I'll tell you what, Anna, I like you. <laughs> I like you a lot. Well, I'm a linguist, you see. I'm, an, I'm a languages teacher. Right, okay. So I'm, uh, yeah. So th- yeah, even though I don't teach Irish. But anyway, what do you want to say? Like, hello, yeah. welcome. Hello, and welcome to Ireland rugby player Anna, Anna Capeless. No. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. It, um... In Irish, yeah. that's going to be tricky. Oh, I would, <laughs> I, I, how and a tri- like a typical Irish saying is "cage meal of falta," which means a hundred thousand welcomes. So that's just a quick that, way. Do that. Do so, that. Do that. Write it down, Tom. Write it down. Cage, cage as in like a cage, uh, Nicholas Cage, cage like a dog with cage. a G. So like barricade, just without the barra. Okay. Cage, meal, like meal with an a at the end, meal. Falter, like fall, and then ch at the end. Cade, Mila, Falter. Cade, Mila, Falter, and a Cade. Oh, that's very oh, good. Boom. Look at that. Right. Tom, if you if you can't manage it, you, you can just edit my bit in. It's all right. Cade, Mila, Falter to Irish coffee <laughs> sensation. Anna Capeless. Anna, I just nailed that, didn't I? Come on. you got to be impressed. Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. So, Serve me Lamagos, which is uh, thanks very much. Amazing. So you've just taught me a bit of Irish there. Thank you very much for that. That's absolutely made my way. It's totally useless to you. <laughs> uh, do you know what? That could become our new intro to every guest, just because it's Ooh. it's quite it's quite good, isn't it? Very impressive. So Amazing. you were you were saying you're you're a teacher as well as a rugby player. Um are you you're not currently teaching at the moment, you're just focusing on the rugby? What's what's the what's the script? Yeah, so obviously with, um, you know, rugby commitments on top of COVID, on top of kind of moving over and back, like, um, you know, usually Harlequins is my club and I've been based in London the last few years. But, you know, with COVID, I've, for now, relocated to Dublin. And to be honest, with the postponement of the World Cup and the qualifiers and all these different things happening, I don't know what's coming next so um yeah I, i'm not teaching in the moment but i'm also a rugby coach and last year i was coaching for harlequins foundation which was a kind of a wonderful combination of teaching yeah. and rugby coaching because i got to go into schools deliver rugby you know be with um you know the students which i love and um so i got a really nice 
you know combo of, of the two kind of in in the last year working with Harlequins Foundation but um sadly again you know due to COVID it's all it's all changed up and I'm just um shooting the breeze at the moment wow. and waiting to see what's going to happen next. Wowie and what's it what's it been like just preparing yourself for the upcoming Six Nations which is obviously very exciting that's starting in a week or so. Incredibly exciting yeah so a really weird year mm, you know yeah um with things being postponed and changed and you know we're kind of aiming to peak at certain times and then at the last minute it's you know been been the rug's been pulled so that's been really tricky you know mentally you've got to be really tough and something that we haven't taken for granted is how lucky we are that you know the games have been fixed we've been able to continue training we've been able to continue coming to camps you know, a lot of different countries have had to manage it differently due to, you know, how, how you know, their own government and their own population was managing a world virus. And I think in Ireland, we've been really lucky that the IRFU has supported us so much. And I mean, they've been fantastic to facilitate us coming in, like so many protocols and like fair play to, you know, the girls as well, being so strict around um, just the, the, the littlest... Um, uh, protocols and regulations and mask wearing and distancing and that's that's tough like that that's um uh, you know hard to kind of keep up and keep going all the time but we know how lucky we are to continue to be able to train you know if, if you're if you're not in the Irish squad at the moment there's there's nothing below that yeah. there's nothing else yeah. facilitated so we haven't for a second taken for granted how lucky we are and that's a real that's a real spur on for the upcoming games and yeah, yeah something we think about when we go into training you know train a little harder today because there are so many girls that want to be in your shoes not only to wear the Irish jersey but just to wear any jersey so um that's that's a really a really good place to be and although it's been kind of up and down and roller coastery we are like thoroughly excited to get back into camp we had a little bit of time off now the last few weekends we're back into camp this weekend and like all guns blazing super competitive and yeah, it, it's it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. So in the um, in the squad, um, have you got what's the mix between those girls who are still playing every weekend, the likes of Harlequins, etc., and those who are not playing regularly? Is there are there many that that are not playing regularly and kind of missing that that kind of regular weekend competition? Definitely, because you know the All Ireland League is very you know very close to our hearts and and. Um, you know all our clubs we love representing our clubs here in Ireland and um to not have that outlet yeah is is a bit is a bit sad and we we all miss it but then again going back to kind of feeling lucky if you're not playing you know premiership games so if 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 the it's being managed you know by, by our management deciding who's released or who gets to come to camp or who gets to play for their club um and it's been managed really well in, in trying to make uh, girls available for their clubs in the premiership in the UK um but if you're not you know if you're not in the premiership you do get to come to Irish camp when it's on so although we miss you know and the, the girls miss their, the All-Ireland League we're still able to to come together and, and and train and actually that's you know going to stand to us as well as the amount of time we've had together where you know we weren't all released back to our clubs we've been like together um you know for for a kind of extended longer period of time than than usual 
So, so I guess like a, a, a real noddy question, and I should know this. So I'm really sorry. So, for, so for the Irish players, are you are you kind of contracted to the Irish Union rather than to a club, or, or who, who kind of not owns you? Who oversees you in terms of how much you can play, not play? So you're saying about being released back to your clubs and stuff. Is that I guess who who has the, the casting vote on you? So the Irish management and the Irish coach would probably make the call but you know they designed the AIL so that the big you know the, the big kind of chunks of games fall not during your Six Nations tournament and mm. not during um, certain times of the year so because you know our management want us playing yeah, yeah, yeah. as well um, so I suppose it comes down to Irish management but they work very closely with the the club um, coaches to you know decide who could be released you know if a team was really struggling and needed some players then you know there's something that can be worked there but again you can't be missing camps if it's just a week or two out from a tournament so you know I suppose Ireland does get the the last call on that yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, depending on you know your position and and like where, where you're at in the squad and picking order maybe but um yeah I suppose Ireland has the, the last call on that last word on that so just just looking forward to the competition itself. Obviously, it's a different format this year um, because of you know earlier sort of concerns on the on the um, you know the COVID situation, etc. We've spoken to a number of the, the of, of players from other teams, um, and I suppose it's 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 six one half a dozen of the other, isn't it? It's sort of frustration that it's not a full Six Nations, but equally at least it's rugby and it's it's a tournament kind of thing. I suppose where where do you stand on that? Obviously, given the World Cup's been postponed as well. Uh, you know, it's it's great that rugby's going to be on, but it'll also it's a shame it's not a long that longer format. I guess. I think that you know we'll take it, we'll take it in any format yeah. because we just want to play. So that's you know initially, yeah, you know we, we just want to play. So give it to us the, the the way the way it is. It would have been nice to go back to the full format, but then you have you know just extra matches to try fit in yeah. to try get in. Yeah. And, you know, we've seen already this year that at any stage it can be pulled. And you know, I suppose you just have more matches to try get in before something goes yeah, wrong. True, almost. It? So maybe it yeah. was the right decision. Yeah. We don't know. You know, they were fixed for, yeah. even our qualifiers were fixed for earlier this year. And um, things that just at any second, like we saw it in the men's yeah. tournament, yeah. you know, that they, they, they weren't even able to management. Like, and if the, the men's tournament has trouble, then, you know, it would probably not probably but it's likely that it could happen to us as well you know so um it's probably smart to keep it in the shorter format just for now just to make sure that it can be played and we can come up with a ranking and uh uh you know winners and, yeah. and runners yeah. up and all the rest so obviously we talked before about um guinness are doing their fantasy um rugby league for the women's six nations it's amazing so we've asked everybody this question yourself aside obviously because we're going to have to select you but aside from yourself, in the Irish team, who are the other two women we should be picking for maximum points? Oh, great question. So I, I don't really play. I've never done fantasy rugby. I think I tried to do it once and I found it so confusing in, that I just stopped. In essence, so fly, fly, in essence you, pick, you pick the fly halves and the wingers who are going to play, who are going to score lots of points and you've got to pick eight forwards. You try and pick the ones who are going to occasionally okay. score a try. Who oh, are going to score? Okay. Um, so... So tell me this much. Can you put a 10 no, like on the wing? They, they, no, they, they go in their the position. 
Okay, right. Okay, I see, I see. Um, okay, well, I would have Claire Malloy um, from the yeah. Irish forwards, and then for a back, either Lauren Delaney or Emer Constein. Right, okay. Which one? Which which one? Uh, or you can't, you, Let's you can't go pick them all. Stephen Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, I, I will. I will. And if I don't mention them, I'll be awake all night. So I'm just gonna start this all out, right? Okay. <laughs> What's really funny is some people no. just go with their captain. Just to kind of just 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 to kind of you know make, ensure oh, ensure yeah. they can start the first game. Tactical. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Others oh, others yeah. their roommate. Just just yeah. Oh yeah. Well there's you've no roommates. Oh, at the who, moment. Is, who are we speaking to had a roommate? It's, Italy. Italy got roommates. Italy a shit room sharing. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Italy have oh, yeah, that's a good one. So, so do they have the same roomies all the time then? Yeah, I think I think, so, yeah. I think for Italy yeah. they were saying, uh, let's go. I'm to remember now. They were saying there's a quite, quite a strict protocol to, protocol to get into the camp, but then once you're into the camp, you're into that kind of bubble, and then you can kind of mingle as you like. Okay. But there's quite strict to get into it. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, ours is still quite strict when we're in camp, so that actually means individual rooms um, at the moment, which is. You know pros and cons to that because you know you can stay you can spend like an hour in the bath without feeling guilty you know that you need to get out and like you know give your roomie like time to shower but then in the mornings when your alarm is like you, going off you, you're like i'll tell you I what yeah. am, am i missing something I'll tell so, you what, Anna, <laughs> loads of people have said that to us about the worst thing about being in the room uh, yeah. by themselves is the alarms the how many how many alarms yeah, yeah poppy mentioned it didn't she in the, in the england interview that she's like the yeah. alarm is the big deal yeah. you know you've got no safety net on waking she's up set four alarms as a result to, to make sure <laughs> she gets up in time <laughs> yeah when we were at the world cup in 2017 we had individual rooms because we were in student accommodation right. and i swear to god i spent like 90% of my time running over to the door, swinging open the door, like, am I, am I supposed to be somewhere? Like, constant unrest because I felt like I was missing something all the time. So, yeah, it's yeah. definitely one of the cons. And what, what, what do you, what's the punishment if you're late for a team meeting or for training or for breakfast or whatever? I mean, is it, is it you know, what, 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 it's got to be some sort of fine or some sort of. It's got to yeah. be, yeah. It's a good question. I think it changes because. If you kind of become used to a certain fine mm. or you can definitely, you can definitely it maybe just starts no to wash you, over you can you. definitely double so, it up fine fines are fun yeah. you can you can you can you can go repeat yeah events. you can go yeah. yeah yeah but sometimes it's serious as well so you can't make like a laugh out of it yeah right. so 20 euro even <laughs> <laughs> It's just enough to be like to dent the wallet, but to kind of annoy you, but not too much, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Like... Do you know what? Often you don't even need it because I think you know, in a in a professional environment like that, if you're late, you know yeah. that you shouldn't be, and you know you'll be kind of instantly like making it up and 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 apologetic, and probably just going out of your own way to. Fill, you know, help the 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 units that are like filling the water bottles or do something to kind of show that yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so not just going to suffer for it. Yeah, you're you're the one that's going to suffer for it, I suppose, aren't you? So, it's, I suppose yeah. that's the thing. Just um, mm -hmm. just finally, obviously, your first games against Wales uh, in the in the uh, in the Six Nations. How how do you see that one going? Give us the um, the scripted. Oh, it should be a good contest answer, but also then the say one. we're going to smash them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to fluff it up more than that to be honest because we 
we've played Wales so often, um, you know, before the break. We had so many games against Wales and it was, you know, tit for tat. It wasn't mm. like one side dominating the whole time. So, you know, an exciting intro into the Six Nations. And of course, they will have already played a game the weekend before us. Yeah. So um, I expect that, uh, you know, give give them a good a good time to get their you know their their plays right and have their own analysis done and maybe shine up a few things that we might not get the opportunity to like we've been doing you know a lot of really tough internal training um which is really exciting but nothing like it you know a test yeah, yeah. can can bring out that um you know bring bring that shine and tighten those screws that you can you know find to tighten after an analysis of a game of a, of a test game so it'll be it'll be really tough and um they're going to feel exactly the same as we are you know so much time away absolutely gunning for it just so you know excited to get back in their jersey as well so yeah it's it's it's, it's going to be massive and, and and i couldn't you know i'm, I'm going to say ireland for the win obviously oh. because i've seen how we've prepared and I know how well we've prepared and, and how how good we're feeling about it. So I think, you know, I can only only feel positive good. So that's, about that's it. A, that's a good, that's a, yeah. It's like, it's like Yoda's got in here or something. So <laughs> finally, you you do a podcast as well. Sell your podcast. You got you got a minute or so. Give us the elevator pitch. Talk Tell, tell us about your podcast, what you do, why they should listen. Yes. So I am <laughs> a co-host on The Game Line. I always feel like saying it in a really dramatic voice like that. Um, but if you're looking it up, it's gain space line. Okay, right. it's on, but it's on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, um, or Apple Podcasts, whatever. And we've been chatting to a lot of girls involved in rugby players, past players, coaches, and just having the chats and having the laugh and talking about, you know, stories of old and you know where the game has come from where it's at and where it's going to go and where we want it to go and we just have the crack and uh it's myself and lucy lomax uh mm-hmm. presenting it together and we run a weekly competition as well where we get um young like or not even young just like girls and and um anyone who's playing rugby in um ireland and the uk as well to send us videos of what they've been up to over lockdown, skills training, competitions, even TikTok dances. We love that kind of stuff. Just to um, get a bit of fun and get a bit of participation. And um, yeah, it's, it's been right, really I'm, fun, yeah. I'm definitely getting the girls I coach to, to do, to do say, yeah. some sort of thing, yeah. definitely. That's a must. Yeah, That's a definitely, must. please. And just tell us why yeah. why the game line. Just just give us that description of why you called it that. So we, you know, like any podcast, when you're coming up with names, you list them all out, and we came up with the game line and the kind of idea of getting women's rugby over the game line is kind of to the forefront of what we're trying to do. So like pushing on, pushing on, and uh, getting the conversation going around it. So yeah, getting women's rugby over the game line. I love it. So so what so, so what you didn't do is just two blokes sit in a kitchen and go what should we call this thing and there's a broken trophy literally on the desk no we'll call it that <laughs> you've actually got like a whole reason and a rationale behind it we've literally Here just gone yeah look <laughs> that's, oh, that's oh i love it what's that trophy for well, that, oh here we this, go well anna now that you've asked <laughs> uh, this is the the muller under 15s inter parish competition 1995 minor cup runners up. oh shit it's my runners up cup 
I've got the winner's <laughs> cups in the other room, but it's not broken. <laughs> <laughs> is that why it broke? Is it like... Yeah, yeah. it wasn't happy. Quality. Got chucked, a, chucked yeah. across the dressing room after the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you didn't call it two blokes in a kitchen. That's true. <laughs> we don't. We should have done. Was, we should have done. That was the second option, actually. <laughs> it was, actually. Also, it's not COVID compliant, no, is it? True. So you have to kind of have some sort of like COVID protocol that, for it. <laughs> two blokes, two metres apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. socially a, distancing. In a well-ventilated kitchen. <laughs> we need to draft you into our PR team, I think, Anna. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> oh, well, listen, it's been absolutely brilliant to have a chat with you. Um, and best of luck for the Six Nations. Hope, hope you go and smash it up and uh, enjoy. Thank you so much. And good luck for the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and, and also for teaching um, Tom some dubious Irish, which we're now going to find out. Someone's going to email in and go, you know, she just got you to say yeah. something What's totally. I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, no, oh, I'm not. You're so, you so should have. You're so have. What's it? Cad Mila Falcha. Yeah, Cad Mila Falcha. Beautiful. It, mean, it, it, means, it means football's rubbish, I think. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Right. There's a million things oh, that could have been translated. Oh, I'll tell you what, you let your, you've let yourself down there doing it properly. You've been kicking yourself. I'll anyway. be more prepared next time. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you ever so much. Yeah, thank you so much. The time. Cheers. Thank you so much, lads. Cheers. Subscribe to the Broken Trophy Podcast. Head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favourite podcast places. So Anna Capus there of Ireland, uh, some great chat there, Steph. I've just about remembered the phrase you told me. No, I haven't. It's gone. See, it's I was going to say to you, we recorded that <laughs> a couple of days ago, and now we're doing the se- now we're doing the segue. I knew we'd have forgotten. Oh God! Remember go. like a goldfish. Cad, Cad meal falcha. Yeah, I'm actually disappointed that she didn't stitch you up. Thank God she didn't. I could have said anything. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely anything. At least like with Italian, I was, you know, I was comfortable with that language. Although like I told Maria, oh, I got some Italian out in the when we spoke to this Italian player and she said, well, it didn't help us when we went on holiday in Italy a few years ago. And uh, that's pretty true. Oh, I thought she was going to say, oh, come upstairs and uh, speak <laughs> Italian to me and woo me with your Italian ways. A year of lockdown has not helped in that department. <laughs> <laughs> so on that bombshell, um, next... <laughs> We have uh, Gabriel Bernier from France. And uh, yeah, Tom loved this. Tom loved oh, this. If, if ever you want to see or hear a man in his absolute element, speaking two languages, showing off, oh my God, stand back. You are in for an absolute treat. I can't say it anymore. <laughs> Gabriel, over to you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our section with a French player. We've got Gabriel Fernier joining us today. Bonjour, Gabriel. Ça va? Ça va très bien. Yeah, I got that bit. That's, that's me done now for the French. C'est fini. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what we're going to try and do on this podcast, it's a bit of a new one for us and it's already falling apart. and We're not even one question in. But Tom's going to ask the question. I'm going to translate it into French or Gabriel will understand it. Gabriel, who's our amazing guest, will answer it in French. This I'll translate good. it back into English. This is going to be gold. Back to Tom. Absolute This gold. should work perfectly. Right. Gabriel, how you do- how are you doing? How are you feeling ahead of the Six Nations? How's training been? And how you- how are you doing looking forward to the tournament? Alors, uh, on va très bien. Ça va très bien. On se prépare, uh, on se prépare aux Six Nations. Là, on a... on a commencé uh, les stages, uh, du coup, uh, lundi dernier. Et on a tous hâte de commencer la, la compétition. Voilà. 
d'accord. Attends, je vais demander deux secondes, je vais essayer. Tu pourras me dire si c'est bon ou pas. Very excited, looking forward to tournament. I started last Monday. Can't wait to start and get cracking. Wow. So have you you've you've been in a camp since Monday? What about for the for the preceding few months since the start of the year? How well how 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 has it been in France? I guess with lockdown and how how much rugby have you been able to play? Alors, euh, on a eu de la chance, euh, nous, en notre top 16 féminin, donc la première division féminine, de pouvoir continuer à jouer avec des procédures de tests toutes les semaines. Mais euh, voilà, on est les, un peu les seuls chez les féminines à pouvoir continuer à jouer, donc on a vraiment beaucoup de chance. D'accord. Donc, tu dis ça, Tom, ou non Non, je n'ai pas Sorry. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> the top 16, the, the French League, they've been lucky enough to, be, to, to carry on playing, a bit like um, Elite. Yeah. The, 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 in, the, in England. Um, so they've got a lot of luck. They've been able to carry on playing and through. Et puis, est-ce que vous avez pu s'entraîner comme équipe de France pendant ce temps-là aussi, ou vous avez commencé juste seulement lundi Non, on a eu quelques petits stages, petits rassemblements en janvier et en février où on a pu se rassembler pour s'entraîner ensemble, euh, voilà, euh, un petit peu, quoi, sans compétition, du coup. D'accord. Uh, so they've been meeting like a little mini camps rather than like training sessions at, at weekends and things since yeah. January and February. Cool. See, and this is working perfectly. I love it. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> and what, how, how's the rest of your, your teammates? How are they all doing? Is, is the whole group buzzing to be playing soon? Uh, est-ce que l'équipe est assez excitée puis ils ont hâte de jouer et hâte de mettre le maillot oui on a été assez déçus quand on a su que le 6 nations était décalé mais là on a hâte vraiment de remettre le maillot de pouvoir refaire une compétition ensemble en équipe de France vraiment on a toutes vraiment hâte de pouvoir commencer et puis c'est bon je vais parler en français et en anglais dans l'ordre Really excited. We're disappointed the Six Nations was was um, delayed, but happy to be on there. Et puis um, quand on a parlé avec uh, d'autres joueurs, joueuses, ils ont dit que le nouvel format, ça leur ça leur a fait un, un peu du déçu parce que c'est c'est plus court, mais au moins c'est il y a un tournoi et puis c'est un temps différent que les hommes. Donc on va vraiment pousser le tournoi. Oui, forcément, euh, voilà, on était au début déçus euh, parce qu'on pensait qu'il n'y allait pas avoir de tournoi. Et au final, euh, OK, c'est différent, mais euh, on a la chance de jouer. Donc, euh, on prend tout ce qu'on qu nous donne et, euh, pour pouvoir mettre le maillot, le maillot bleu. Et c'est tout ce qui compte, vraiment. Um, are you excited for that game? What What are your emotions looking forward to that first game against Wales? Uh, oui, on a on a très hâte de, de commencer ce tournoi avec un beau match contre contre le Pays de Galles. Uh, voilà, on on commence à à le préparer très sérieusement et uh, pour entrer dans la compétition. Et uh, et oui, on a vraiment on a vraiment hâte uh, de pouvoir rejouer vraiment. So yeah, looking forward to playing Wales. Um... I think they're going to smash them. I think that's, 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 that's genuinely what she was saying. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, looking forward to playing Wales. Et puis, le, le match, c'est en France? Le match, c'est en France, à Vannes, oui. À Vannes, ah, d'accord. Donc, so the first match is in France. Donc, pour le oh, Pays de Galles, ça va leur faire un peu effet de venir en France, mais il n'y aura pas de spectateurs, je non, pense. Non, pas de spectateurs, mais ce sera retransmis, du coup, à la télévision. D'accord. Um, no, no fans in that, in, that, in that match. Et quelle chaîne ça va, ça va être joué sur? France 2 ou France 4? Une des deux, c'est tout le temps. 
Ah, d'accord, quand même. Parce que nous, en Angleterre, c'est sur BBC, mais ça appuie sur le bouton. Donc, ce n'est pas sur la, la, la grande chaîne, si vous voulez. Ça va, peu... c'est toujours France Télévisions qui retransmet tout le temps. Quelquefois, les gros matchs, c'est France contre l'Angleterre, du coup, c'est France 2, euh, ils mettent France 2, la grosse chaîne nationale, et c'est pour France oui. 4, euh, France 4, les autres matchs, mais on a vraiment de la chance que ce soit retransmis là-dessus. Oh, c'est bien ça. Sorry, Tom. Um, I, was just, I was just saying, um, which I, I TV... Got, I, got, I got BBC, BBC. BBC, right? okay, good, good, got BBC. <laughs> so, we were just saying about, about uh, that on what channel was it shown on, she was saying that... Um, um, was saying that on um in france they're really lucky that all this all this all the matches are shown on kind of mainstream tv oh brilliant so um uh, france 2 so you've got three main channels tfr france 2 france 3 um so france 2 is like the main like bbc2 if you like mm -hmm. and that will show kind of the england games and the big games and yeah. france 4 is a bit like um itv2 for example right okay and that still shows all the games awesome because um obviously england played france in november last year Um, and those games um, were, were on sort of the main on BBC, BBC, uh, which I've now learned, um, <laughs> which was which was great. You know, it was, it was great for the for the women's game over here and um, got a lot of exposure. How do you find that side of things in France? Is, is women's rugby well received by by people, by the general public? Oui, on a vraiment de très bons retours sur les matchs et on sait qu'on est, on est suivi. Vraiment, le, le rugby féminin, ça progresse énormément. On voit avec le nombre de téléspectateurs qui regardent, qui augmente tout le temps. Et, euh, et on a vraiment un très grand soutien. C'est un sport vraiment qui touche beaucoup de monde et étonnamment, on a vraiment beaucoup de soutien. Donc, ça, ça fait toujours très plaisir. So, um, big viewing figures, lots of fans, uh, people love French rugby. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, just hypothetically, that's probably not a very good word to translate. Can you translate hypothetically? I, I, I understand. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Um, so hypothetically, if the final was, let's say, for for example, against England after those November games, is it a case of trying to trying to get one back after the November revenge. games? Yeah, revenge. Yeah. Uh, oui, forcément. Uh, voilà. On... À chaque fois, uh, c'est des matchs très compliqués. Uh, ça, ça se joue à pas grand chose. Donc, euh, on, a, on a vraiment hâte de, de pouvoir gagner ces Anglaises en, en Angleterre. Forcément, c'est un privilège et c'est euh, difficile. Et le faire, c'est vraiment, euh, vraiment un exploit. Mais, euh, mais on travaille pour. Et, euh, et à chaque fois, on est très proche de, de oh oui, y être. Donc, euh, donc euh, pourquoi pas y être quoi, à un moment euh, voilà. Exactement. <rire> so, yes. Yes, basically. <rire> non, mais c'est vrai. Les matchs qu'ils ont fait voir ici sur la, sur la grande chaîne, euh, France-Angleterre, il y a tellement de personnes qui ont, qui ont regardé. C'était vraiment des matchs assez proches. C'était vraiment... Ça a vraiment pris un peu l'air, si vous voulez. Et puis donc, pour la finale, on espère que c'est l'Angleterre-France. Et puis, ça aussi, ça sera sur une des grandes chaînes. Donc, ah, ça sera bien. Et après, un match encore après, l'Angleterre-France. Oui, deux matchs Angleterre-France. So just saying about this, there's, um, there's a lot of expectation on it, but also that there's another second match, England, England, France at the end. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean that, that'll be a good, a good test for for the, for your squad to come up against the English after the tournament as well. I mean, is that obviously given the disappointment of the World Cup not happening later this year, is that that becomes a, a massive game? I would think to, in terms of seeing where where your team is at. Oui, forcément, jouer contre une des meilleures nations du monde, voilà, c'est toujours un grand défi. Et c'est des matchs comme ça qu'on recherche quand, quand on est joueuse en équipe de France. On veut jouer des matchs avec beaucoup d'intensité, qui, on sait, vont être très, très durs. Et c'est vraiment pour ce genre de match aussi qu'on joue au rugby. Donc, donc oui, on a hâte et ça permet aussi de, vraiment de, de voir où on en est aussi au niveau de notre rugby en France. Quoi. 
pour la Coupe, pour la coupe du Monde l'année prochaine. Oui, pour la Coupe du Monde. Voilà, vu qu'on a un petit nombre de Translate that, Steph. Exactement. Was that sorry, Tom? Translate the answer. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, I've just been told off. Um, yeah, they can't wait. Um, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> the game after the, the, the game after against England. Good, good point. Looking forward to it. Love playing against you know, one of the best teams in the world. It's how you measure yourself. And then obviously with the World Cup next year. Yes. I knew, Thanks, I knew you'd gone into like just having a normal conversation rather than... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, yeah I just started having a conversation. Sorry. Right. So... <laughs> Just before we let you go, I think there's one more question. Oh, yes. Um, which, which was, um, there is a fantasy rugby competition um, where pe- spectators, fans can select players from each team and pick their sort of their, their fantasy team. Who in the French team, if we've got two, two players we can choose, other than I- yourself, obviously, <laughs> which two players should we choose from the France team who are going to score lots of points in this, in this tournament? Um, je dirais ah. Cyril Banet. Cyril Banet, d'accord. Okay. Et, euh, et je dirais euh, Safi Ndiaye aussi. D'accord. Et, pour, et pourquoi Pourquoi eux deux euh, Cyrielle Vanet, une, euh, donc, euh, elle jouait hier euh, en équipe de France, est une euh, grande scoreuse. On l'a vu euh, en novembre dernier quand elle marque deux beaux essais contre l'Angleterre. Vraiment, ouais. elle, elle, elle a la capacité de, de finir les, les bons coups. Voilà. Guaranteed points. <rire> Guaranteed points. Got two, got two tries in November. You've got to just say the, say the exact translation. Oh, you know what? I've actually, I've actually got sympathy now for the translators on like football, for like football managers. They might just want to go. Oh, just saying the same thing again. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, pardon, Gabriel. Et pour l'autre, jou- l'autre joueuse, pour, pourquoi elle? Euh, je dirais Safi par euh, parce que parce que voilà, c'est un élément très important de notre pack d'avant. Et elle, un peu, elle symbolise la puissance de nos avants. Et donc, euh, je vais dire elle, si, si je ne dis pas tous les avants français, mais je vais, je vais dire elle comme symbole de la puissance des, des avants français. Voilà. D'accord. She's like, the sim- she's like the symbol of the forwards. She's the power. She, you know, she kind of symbolizes that power of the pack. Amazing. Therefore, you've got to pick her on behalf of the forwards. Right. Okay, good answer. Listen, See, I'm not, make, I'm not making it up. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. You just, you know, you just got into normal conversation mode. I thought, you know, it's, it's easily done. Easily done. Okay, you've done a sorry, brilliant, sorry. brilliant job. For me, dabs. Listen, <laughs> Gab, Gab, I'm sorry, Gabriel. No <laughs> I did do French at school, but it's a long time ago, I'm afraid. Um, listen, thank you so much. Merci beaucoup like for your time. <laughs> really, really great to speak to you. And best of luck. Bon chance. Thank there you. you go. A little bit more. Uh, in the Six Nations. <laughs> sorry, Steph. I'm trying. <laughs> no, honestly, good luck. I hope it goes well. And thank you very much for being a good sport today. Merci à vous deux et, uh, et bonne continuation à vous. Merci. The Broken Trophy Podcast. Catch us on Twitter at The Broken Trophy or Instagram at Broken Trophy Pod. Or why not email us at Broken Trophy Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, dear. So, Gabrielle there, Steph. Bonjour, ça va? How are you doing? I'm just, I'm just off for a lie down, to be honest with you. I think I've nailed that. If we don't win podcast of the year now, I'm sorry, but you know, the world's oh, not a God. fair place. Unbelievable. I mean, just having to rein you back in and say, Steph, you do need to translate and not just have the conversation <laughs> in French was absolutely beautiful. The worst one was one of the answers. I was just listening. And I thought, shit, I can't remember a single thing she just said. She's been speaking for like two minutes. I went, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah, team, team's going to do well. 
it's when you said what was the question again and then you just paraphrased and hoped that that was the sort of answer that she would have given which <laughs> yeah, was which was great yeah. but i think you know that aside some really great answers from gabrielle there and um i think we got the gist of what she was trying to say <laughs> yeah i love it we're gonna, she we're, was a legend i mean what a sport to take part in that uh, you know massive thanks to to her and all our guests for taking part but i think that one was <laughs> a real leap of faith for all of us very much so but i love it she wants to win that's it Absolutely, yeah. She's no, very no, determined. No, no, no media statement, straight in. We yeah. want to win the Six Nations, and then we're going to play England again and beat them again. Yeah, like, that was that was. She that. was pretty. It was like it, almost like a chill moment, wasn't it? It's was like chills down the spine. How sort yeah. of focused and uh, yeah, aiming for win, winning they are. But anyway, so that was that was Gabrielle. Last but not least is Trojan ex Trojans, I suppose, or part of the Trojans family still, of course. Saracens and now Wales international. Uh, looking for her first cap in the Six Nations, Donna Rose. And just before you, we go to Donna, <laughs> see, I love it. When Tom tries to kind of take over the segue bit, it's because he knows what's coming. And he tries to kind of get, get through it and done. <laughs> so we recorded this quite early in the morning. And oh. um, let's just say Donna and Tom are not morning people. <laughs> and it took quite a lot of warming up for the two of them to even be able to say their own names. The uh, The intro alone took, probably about 10 goes but anyway yeah that's true that is have true. a listen and you'll and you'll get the gist and it, after about you know three or four minutes they both warm up a little bit but yeah enjoy <laughs> hello <laughs> morning I, you, I literally nearly stood you up what <laughs> I, don't, I, I totally forgot until you sent me a message i was like Fine, be like that. Now, now you're all Billy Big Time. So what happens? I oh, know, I know. I'm on, I'm on demand. Steve. You see, now you're, now you're like an international <laughs> all over Twitter and everything. That is mad. Congratulations, that's some amazing news. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah what, what, Tom, what Tom said. Congratulations. Yeah, a bit more, a bit more generous, isn't it? A bit more, you know, authentic. I suppose. I'm looking forward to the shirt unveiling at Trojans. Yeah, <laughs> Donna there with the great and the good and the, and the shirt going up in the bar. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. Great and the good. I love point. Are you going to name <laughs> name the bar, rename the bar after Donna or something? The yeah, Donna exactly. Rose the, bar. the Rose, the Rose bar. Yes. Then we could hide the Wales bit a bit. It'd be fine if it's in the Rose. See, that was, it works. <laughs> anyway, right. Should we do the street of the pod? Then you can go back to work. Otherwise, yeah. Susie will shout at me. Yeah. <laughs> right. If I, you, you, you're used to Tom's phone voice. <clears throat> it is early, you know, just trying to warm up. To be the, fair, the, the, two of you, the two of you are shocking first thing in the morning. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like a puppy first thing in the morning. Both of you, I came oh, on don't. the pod and Tom's there like this. Mm, <laughs> oh, he's so, che- so cheerful all the time. It's like, Jesus, give me a minute. <laughs> I've had a particularly like stressful morning because um, oh, Maria had the COVID vaccine yesterday. Ooh, so she'd have woken up feeling. Yeah, well, she's been fuck all use all morning. So I've done the pack lunches, the school run. You know, just... uh, Donna, I can confirm one thing. That bit won't be on the pod. <laughs> Guaranteed. Tom's in charge of editing and I'm pretty sure that's not going to make it. It doesn't matter what I say because I can cut it out. Anyway. Hello, and now we're joined with... Uh... Oh, we're, God. we're joined with, are we? Yeah. All right, okay. I'm going to be all day, and I. What? What? Right. Ten what minutes, guys. Sorry. Ten minutes. We gave her ten minutes. She's, she's, she's big time now. We're, we're paying by the minute. Now we're joined with. Bye. Yeah, that's what I said, isn't it? You, you went with weird, but. Oh, well, sorry. Joined. Joined by. 
Uh, right, okay. And now we're joined... Oh, did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I do it, Tom? Go on, then. Go right. on, then. And now we've got Donna Rose, first Wales squad. How are you doing? Are you pumped up for the match? Uh, I am pumped. I am extremely pumped. I'm glad to be on with you two again. Well, let's let's Come just on, say it with Felix. Say it with Felix. Come on, Donna, <laughs> you can line. do that. <laughs> let's just wind back a bit because you've just been. It's, I mean, the Wales squad for the Six Nations has just been announced. Your it's your first call up to the Wales squad. I mean, tell us about this moment in your in your life in your career. It must be an incredibly proud moment, I guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm extremely. I'm. I'm buzzing for it. To be honest, I um. My, I, I missed the call, and then I was like, from the coach, and then really? I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I know who this is. <laughs> Busy working, you know. And then, um, so I rang him back, yeah. And then we had a great chat. It's great. So, well, so it was I was going to ask, do you get like, because obviously in the olden days it was teletext. You're too, you're too young for that. But do you get like a letter? Do you get like a, a text? Do you get obviously you got you got the call? But do you get anything like formal that you can keep? Like a, I got an email. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do think the um, dig, dig, digital age has lost some of the romance. Like, if you got like a nice, like you know, Wales rugby embodied, embedded, what the phrases embossed, like letter, Just frame it, right? Exactly. Now it's in the, it's in the, lost least, in the mail. At least it didn't go to junk. I mean, that can you imagine that? that, would, that would not be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of all the emails to go into your junk mail just just there checking your spam quick, quick, where is it <laughs> so so then it's because so you've got you got the thing so when do you get the stash i've already got it you got, oh got, so you must, got loads of it oh amazing so you must have known you must have known you're going to make the squad then there can't be that much like nervousness no no it was all because we had camping stuff before in, in december and stuff so it was all um it was all dished out so we yeah, it's great. It's great. And hopefully, first cap against. I can you tell I'm a little bit excited about this? Hopefully, first cap against France in France. That's pretty cool. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Poppy was saying of all the places for you to get because she was giving you lots of like love and, and good wishes for hopefully your first cap, and uh, and she was saying to come on in France for your first cap was going to be insane. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. Um, playing in France is amazing. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got everything crossed and oh, sorry, we? i've worked hard at camp so yeah, <laughs> we should amazing. see we should see but there's a lot of talent there's a lot of talent in that squad and um it wasn't it wasn't where i looked around and was like oh yeah i i know the squad it's evened out and you just don't know mm. that's where it should be then at competition yeah, places 100%. and then you get your then you get, exactly, then you get, you get your shirt you know you've earned it <laughs> And what what was it like coming into the group for the first time and and working with with the guys in the in the Wales squad? I mean, as it, it must be sort of like another level up on the on the rung, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was. I kind of well, I've played against most of them at yeah. Allianz, but um, it was amazing. They were, they're so friendly. Yeah, they're so so friendly. It was lovely. It, it, they're all so cheery, and then as soon as I walked in, I just felt like I was, it was meant to be. So, oh, amazing. Yeah. Great stuff. We've already, we've already discussed that we're going to rename the Trojans Bar the Rose Bar. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should just do it. Just put a sign up. And just chances are, no one would realise for ages. I've got like the little... most. Uh, I've got the most Welsh name out there, and I wrote. Yeah, definitely do that. Right. The other thing we're doing. So, the Guinness Fantasy League for rugby. They're doing a women's one this this year. I think it's the first year they've done it. 
Yeah, I think so, so. Yeah. So you need to give us a couple of. Obviously, you're on the you're on the on our team sheet, obviously. But oh, apart God. from your good self, who else should we put into our fantasy team? Two players to put out to our players. fantasy team. They're going to guarantee us some points. Well, I've definitely put Jazz Joyce in there. Oh, friend, friend of the show. Good, good yeah. work. I, I, I love what you did there. You can listen, you can listen to that episode on Tom, insert, insert the link. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Donna, you're a pro. You're a pro. Absolute genius. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably Poppy Cleal and Jazz Joyce would be in my fancy team. No, in the Wales team. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant at the whole thing. Oh, the Wales team. You didn't specify oh. that, Steph, to be fair. Oh, sure. I've, got, yeah. I've, got, I've got Donna's back there. Come on, it's morning. It's yeah. morning. Come on. It's got spoon feet. I'll, I'll tell Steph. you what, I've learned, I've learned the lesson now for you two. No more pods in the morning. I'm like pulling teeth. So who, who else? Who else um, for the Wales? I'd, I'd go squad. with Robin Locke. Robin Locke. Okay. Robin Locke, Jazz Joyce. There we go. Robin Locke's quality. We've asked everyone this. If we do our team of the picks and we end up like getting zero points, it's going to be a pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty poor show. I was Actually, thinking like any, do... anyone that listens to these episodes, if they do just pick those, well, you're going to have what sort of, I can't do the maths now. What, Three six, six is 18. 18. So, I mean, you know, can't go far wrong, can you? Jesus. <laughs> Just, just for this for the listeners, we're recording this, you know, first thing in the morning. And, uh, I've yeah, had a Tom, drink. Tom, Tom, Tom can't do like three times six. It's going well. <laughs> I'm just, I've had a, I've had a morning of it, guys. I'm, I'm really sorry. You had sorry. a coffee. I'm having one now. It's, it's a bit late. That's the, that's the trouble. I'll feel the benefit later on down the line. So, so I mean, just looking ahead to, you know, obviously, as we're recording this, it's about a week away from the, um, the start of the Six Nations. When do you like all get together with the Wales squad, and when does the sort of final prep start? Um, been together uh, once a week for a few weeks now, and then um, next week is when we finally come together and uh, prepare for the game. Yeah, we're, sp- we're speaking to um, Emma Vassell from Scotland, which is which is on tomorrow's pod. See, I'm, I'm getting good at these segues wow, now. See, this. see that it's good. Tomorrow's in virtually, um, <laughs> and, she, and she was saying she's moved into an Airbnb near where the training camp, so she can work. Yeah. And go to training and not have to do like a massive commute in between. Yeah, but in between the matches, we used to we used to have to kind of obviously come home and, and work and kind of train in the evenings. Or, or how how are you approaching it? Um, I'm lucky enough that um, works give me the time off. Oh, obviously, bro. probably going to take out my annual leave. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I've taken the time off work to to get the right headspace and get in there as it's my first cap and stuff um so i can give it and rest and recover and so i can give it everything so how how important is that i mean you know obviously it's one thing playing every week but you know that that sort of mental preparation and that for such big games you know i suppose it's a little bit of an underrated commodity but i mean you need you need that right in between just to sort of focus on the games properly yeah i mean if i was if I was traveling home, do, you know, um, doing carpentry and then having to drive all that way, I'd be absolutely knackered. Yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't be mentally in it. I wouldn't be physically in it. My mind would, I'd just go blank and I just, yeah, it'd be really, really hard. And ob- but I'm lucky. I'm lucky enough to have some time off. And Oh, that's great. And I mean, obviously, well, well, not obviously, but I presume you're training in Wales, right? So I mean, yeah. so, so you're yeah. commuting from Southampton to there, essentially, 
for your training yeah. and stuff. I mean, so it's not cool. The M4, oh, yeah. the M4. <laughs> don't ever use that. Jesus, drive. The, the, the 93 mile road. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Oh, that, the M4, <laughs> crikey. I work in Bristol. That M4, there's nothing to look at either. It's just no. a dead road. Oh, sorry. Pod, when, I drive, <laughs> when I drive home, it's always late at night, obviously. And I get to this one place and I'm, because you have to drive through this little forest bit. Yeah. And it scares the yeah. out of me. Because there's this house and it has this light on the front porch and it's just so spooky that I dread going home just to drive past this. Wow. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that the pub that's been converted into flats? I think it is. Yeah. 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 With the blue light. That's it. Oh, yeah. 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 I've had, I've had the same driving through at night. You're like, gee, this is a bit odd. And any minute, if, I, hits, if I break yeah. down here, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm literally like zooming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just for the record now, Tom's thinking. Christ's sake! What is it with you two? Just where have it. we where have we right. got to? So the haunted we, house before, of the M4. Well, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry. We got we got a retweet from Peppa Pig yesterday. So yeah, it's all all kinds <laughs> of weird. Big time, big time. <laughs> that, you know, I love how Tom Tom framed it as you know Pe- Peppa's fur, uh, Peppa's favourite sports based podcast. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I think 100%. before we go before we go, Tom, I think you need to also declare your love for Donna's post on International Women's Day. Yes. So, yeah, that's a good point, Steph. Thanks for reminding me because we did talk about this the other day. So obviously on International Women's Day a few Mondays ago, there was loads of loads of great messages on social. But I felt your post was the best uh, out of Mm. all the ones that I saw because you posted two pictures, one of yourself in your carpentry gear and saying this is what I've been doing today. And then the next picture was you in your training kit saying this is what I'm now going to go and do sort of later. And I just yeah. thought it was such an amazing uh, encapsulation of, you know, of what your journey, um, you know, becoming, you know, the, the rugby player that you are today. And, you know, obviously, hopefully getting your Wales cap in the next uh, few weeks or whatever. So, yeah, I just I just wondered if you had some some comments on that on that post and just what it meant. And, yeah, I suppose just summing up your journey a little bit, really. Well, I was I was getting changed. Well, quick changeover. And um I saw my little dog and I thought, oh, that'd be, it'd be good wearing a Welsh hat. We're going to put that in for sure. <laughs> Drop Bruno in there just to go, otherwise he'll tell me off later. Um, it was his idea, actually. <laughs> I, um, well, I was just getting changed and I was like, I'm going to take one photo of, of before and after kind of thing, yeah. like to see the difference, you know, um, the different mindset, the different, you know, you look at the photos and you completely, it's completely different. Mm. I'm tired in this one. Next one, I'm ready to go focused. Um, And I thought, you know, the caption is um, I'm taking two photos. So in the future, the the ladies game can take one. Um, And I thought it was, you know, it's important to get it out there. What us ladies go through on a daily basis. Um, We're working hard and, you know, and then click of a finger we we have to switch on again mentally and work even harder. Um, So I thought it was important to put it out there. That was good. Yeah. I thought it was an amazing post. Like I said, I saw so many posts that day and that was just the best one because it, it just showed you that sort of that transformation that, you know, the, the dual role that you're, you're trying to trying to fill. And yeah, it just it was really good. So my bed, uh, I've I've been told off because actually my bed wasn't made in the background. So <laughs> you know what? That, that, was get, that was gonna be my point, but you know, yeah, I, I know. I've got it for you. I know what you're like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what we did. I'll tell you, this is a, this is dobbing in one of our previous guests. So hopefully he doesn't listen to this. But we interviewed Ryan Sidebottom, and he was in his bedroom, and his bed wasn't made behind him, and it sort of uh, it wrangled me the whole way through that episode. <laughs> 
But anyway, I promise you, Tom's not blowing smoke. He, he did actually comment. Yeah, no, it's genuinely. Post, oh, so that's, that's why good. I wanted to bring it up. Right, you need to go back to work. I do. Otherwise, <laughs> you know, Susie will shout at all of us. And uh, <laughs> of course, it'll cause me more pain. So uh, honestly, can't wait to see you put on that shirt. Everything crossed for you to get to get on Cheers, the pitch man. against France. Yeah, and good then, luck, um, Yeah, we'll, we'll see you soon in the Rose Bar. <laughs> yeah, you're buying, yeah? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> good luck, Donna. I hope it goes well All for right, you. Cheers. All right, Bye. Thanks, thanks, Donna. Thanks. Cheers. So Donna Rose there, uh, looking for her first cap for Wales in the upcoming Six Nations. Yeah, we sort of warmed up a little bit, I think, after a couple of minutes. We were all right, weren't we? Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. fine. Yeah, we're yeah. Fine. And yeah, like, I mean, right. like you said before, I mean, it's just amazing, you know, thinking, you know, hopefully Donna will get, you know, her first cap during this tournament. And it's been amazing to sort of, you know, speak to her a few times on her, on her journey so far, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, I just, oh, I'm just desperate for her to get the shirt on. Yeah. Come back, bring it back to Trojans, rename the, rename the bar, the Rose Bar, and then, uh, and, then and then go from there. Um, Beautiful. But no, fingers crossed. And I think, um, no, I, I mean, yeah, you and I have both reflected on, on the two pods over the last kind of couple of days. And it's been brilliant. It's been yeah, absolutely it brilliant speaking to six amazing athletes. Yeah. They're all about to go into the Six Nations. They've all come at it from different angles, different preparation, travel, etc., etc. Can't wait for it to start. And I just, I just really wish them all well. Yeah. I just hope they all, you know, they all get to do what they want to do and you know, get the mitts on the park, get the rugby flowing. Yeah. And hopefully it's one more step towards some sort of normality. It's um it's a bit deep this, but it's a bit like sport is such a leveler, isn't it? You come from different backgrounds, different preps, and all that kind of stuff, and you meet on the pitch. And you have, you know, you go into battle for 80 minutes or whatever, and then you go home again. And it's kind of like that, you know, that the essence of sport right there. And I'm really looking forward to the games now. It's been great speaking to them all. Indeed. So our coverage doesn't just stop here. It so doesn't. we're going to um, have the Guinness um, Fantasy League going. So get in touch. We'll add you to the league quite happily. And then we'll, you know, we'll see how, how well we, we will do or badly. And then, um, yeah, and then we're hoping to kind of keep the coverage going throughout the Six Nations. The games are all on the iPlayer. With the finals on BBC Two or France Four, as we as we found out from Gabriel. Oh yeah, good morning. So, you know, France France do it for the for the final, I think, and France oh, for the other ones. Okay. French there, see, see. <laughs> what what I liked about that Gabriel chat actually was that I picked out BBC. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was impressing myself for that. <laughs> Tom, Tom's learned a new word, BBC. So, <laughs> on on that note, and and uh, yeah, I hope we really hope you enjoy the two pods. We put a lot of effort into them, but. Yeah, and more, we really enjoyed it. So we and, really and enjoy it. Massive well done to you for pulling it all together, Steph, because it, it has been a lot of work, but also amazing to speak to all of those brilliant women. And also, just to our listeners, enjoy the games, most importantly. Go and watch them. If it's your yeah. first time watching women's rugby, go and watch. It'll be great. I promise you. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. Share them a bit of love afterwards on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's definitely well received. Absolutely. So enjoy. Enjoy it.